Welcome to the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I'm your host, Danik Bernier, mom of two, social worker, and psychotherapist in Ontario, Canada. This podcast is for the busy postpartum mom who didn't get the birth experience she was promised and feels intense pressure to be the best mother, but the stress of the postpartum period is too much. I want you to know that you're not alone and you're in the right place if you want to learn why you don't trust your in-laws to babysit your baby, why your brain keeps showing you scary stuff from your past, and why you're so afraid of getting pregnant again. Becoming the mother you want to be truly is possible. While this episode does not replace psychotherapy and is not meant to give medical advice, I hope you learned something new about yourself and the art of trauma healing while caring for a baby. Let's head into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I'm your host, Danik Bernier, and today we will be talking about giving birth and its impact on our mental health as moms. As a person who gave birth or witnessed someone give birth, you know that dang birth plans can never be followed to a T. Whether it be because of medical complications or mom's reactions to what she was feeling, seeing, smelling, and hearing, giving birth and also watching someone give birth is heavily energetically charged. Today, we will be specifically answering this question. Can I have birth trauma if the birth went well? Because I hate suspense, I'll tell you right now, the answer is yes. Yes, you can definitely have birth trauma if the birth, and I'm using air quotes here, went well. So to expand a bit on my answer, I'll start by explaining what I mean when I use the word trauma. And then I'll explain what it means to have birth trauma in the medical sense, where, for instance, there were medical reasons to fear for the birthing person's life and or the baby's life during the birth or shortly after. And then I will be demystifying the reasons why there can be birth trauma even if the birth went well, medically speaking. I want to put a trigger warning here. This is only episode two, and I'm about to dive deep into some stuff. I'm about to give real life examples. There won't be like any graphic details shared here, but just so you know, if you think you might be a trauma survivor, no matter what type of trauma you endured in the past, I want you to know that listening to someone talk about trauma can cause some level of distress depending on where you're at in your healing journey. So if at any point you feel like shit's getting too real, you're 100% allowed to skip parts of this episode or the episode entirely. I promise though, what I am about to share has the potential to create this aha moment you didn't know you needed. And it will have cost you zero (laughs) dollars. So what do I mean when I use the word trauma in the context of mom's mental health? If you're like me for the longest time before becoming a therapist and specializing in this field, I thought trauma meant that an extremely difficult, challenging, scary, intense event had to happen and then you had to be diagnosed with PTSD. Like, 
war veteran level. Anything else was just a tough situation that left you extremely anxious. But what I found out is that trauma is so sneaky. So sneaky. It can hit you when you least expect it or build up over time. And you don't notice for the longest time because it was just so normalized. So no, trauma is not just one big event that left you with PTSD symptoms. There is trauma when our brain and our body go through life feeling flooded. Flooded with our senses or flooded emotionally speaking. Or when our brain and our body are lacking attachment and safety. Too much too soon, too little too late. Your mom decided you were going to be the scapegoat of the family and compare you to your siblings? Yeah, it has the potential for trauma. You opened the fridge as a kid and there was barely anything to eat? Yeah, that has the potential for trauma. You had a sexual relationship with someone. You didn't want things to go as far as they did, but they did anyway. And you feel like you may be to blame because you didn't fight the guy off and even maybe offered some sexual favors, but really, deep down, You know something isn't right because you weren't acting like yourself that night. It definitely has the potential for trauma. And by the way, side note, if something like that happened to you, this is likely a fun response and it's not your fault. I told you I was going to go deep. I told you in episode one, I'm not going to sugarcoat. So I hope you get the idea. Trauma can happen at any point in someone's life, and it doesn't have to be linked with one particular event. And it's stored in the body, in our nervous system. When we talk about birth trauma in the medical sense, it means that we're referring to this one event that happened, giving birth, where something physical happened to the birthing person and or the baby. We can think about a medical complication, whether it's a near-death experience, or any kind of situation that shouldn't have happened, like, for example, seeing like a pool of blood on the floor, or malpractice, and there was a serious adverse reaction for the birthing person. This can also include the baby and any medical complication. So, there's this one event, which is giving birth, and because of medical complications... It left your brain and your body stuck in that moment, unable to process what was going on because everything was just too much, or you completely blanked out because of a coma or because your brain was like, yeah, I'm just going to check out now. And that's called dissociation, by the way. And so today, when you think about the birth of your baby, you get all weird inside Some moms have an increased heart rate, some will get dizzy, some will full-on relive the moment, some will be flooded with emotions and won't know when the flooding will stop, some have vivid nightmares, others develop this extreme fear of germs and viruses or watch their baby sleep like a hawk because they don't want their little heart to stop beating. It's rough. And my heart goes out to you survivors of birth trauma and your family. Now, what the heck do I mean there can be birth trauma even if the birth goes well, medically speaking? Well, 
There's a few different reasons for this. So number one, those who are survivors of sexual abuse can find birth to be extremely traumatizing. Number two, those who had medical trauma because of past surgeries or other medical interventions done prior to giving birth can find the process of giving birth very triggering and traumatizing. And number three, those with a history of anxiety and panic attacks, whether they are linked to pure anxiety or past traumas, can find birth to be extremely traumatizing. What I'm going to share here is based on my own observations. I know there is documentation out there about survivors of sexual abuse finding birth to be triggering and potentially traumatizing. Same for those who had previous medical trauma. But I can't say I read something specifically about anxiety leading to birth trauma. What I'm about to say is based on my training in EMDR therapy, my clinical observations for the mental health geeks out there like me, the AIP model, if you know what I mean. This is kind of linked to all of that. When it comes to sexual abuse, those who have experienced sexual abuse before, um, whether it be, you know, a one-time event or something that was repeated, um, the pelvic area or areas that were impacted by the abuse, they're all charged with trauma. Remember, trauma is stored in the body. There's trauma in the pelvic area, most likely. There's trauma most likely elsewhere in the body. So if you find that even if you have a consensual relationship that is sexual in nature with someone, your body just automatically tightens and you're super uncomfortable with the idea of people looking, touching, focusing on your private parts, chances are your brain will automatically connect with your previous sexual trauma and can send the signal that you are reliving the abuse. So this is something to just keep in mind. Um, our brain connects with everything all the time. Um, and when there's trauma, because we're stuck, the brain is stuck, it didn't process the details of what went on at the time because it just didn't have the capacity, you were in survival mode. So even if Logically speaking, a survivor of sexual abuse knows that they are just giving birth and the people in the room are there to help and nothing else. The body, the nervous system, your subconscious doesn't know that. So again, if the birth went well, medically speaking, inside you could have felt like it was probably the end of the world. It was probably an extremely painful even physically speaking or painful emotionally um, to go through this. And when it comes to medical trauma now, the same logic as with sexual abuse applies here. Your body thinks it's reliving the super scary surgery, for example. So when it comes to anxiety, sometimes it's as if the moms I see were so damn scared about giving birth whether it be vaginally or with a C-section. And the only type of message that their brain had was, I'm not safe, I'm not safe, I'm not safe. So panic sets in and the body's like, yeah, we're under attack here. And then 
many end up traumatized by this experience. Looking back on the birth, talking about it, it's super difficult. Thinking about another baby, nearly impossible. Well, I'm here to tell you, knowledge is power. The good news about knowing what the heck happened in your body and in your brain is that there is something to do about this. The negative emotional charge can be changed with therapy. Does it mean that the memory of the birth of your baby will all of a sudden be a happy one? No, I'm not in the brainwashing business. I'm in the healing business. And healing, whatever it may look like for you, is possible. So, I'm here to tell you, basically, at some point, it can be possible for you to think about the birth of your baby and still, you know, have this emotion that comes with it. Like, yeah, it was, it was really sad what happened. I have empathy for my previous self going through this. I have empathy for my baby. I have empathy for maybe the partner that was there or the support person that was there for you at that time. But when I look back on it, I don't have these themes of, I should have done something. I should have known better. This is my fault. I must be a perfect mother. These themes are not overpowering anymore. When you're looking back on the birth, you're like, yeah, you know what? That was tough. That was sad. I'm still sad about it. I'm still mad about it. But I know I did the best I could. And I feel this on a gut level. I'm telling you when that shift happens, this is where the magic happens. This is where healing takes place. In this episode, we answered the following question. Can I have birth trauma if the birth went well? The answer is yes, and that's because you may have gone through trauma before giving birth, or the fear and anxiety around birth was enough for your body and your brain to register the event as being traumatic. I would love to know what your thoughts are on this second episode. Reach out to me on Instagram at Denik Helps Moms to continue this conversation and validate each other's experiences. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I hope what was shared resonated with you and you're walking away feeling like you're not alone. There is another side to the pain, the fear, and the confusion you're experiencing right now in early motherhood. Feeling happy, safe, and confident in your role is possible. This episode does not replace psychotherapy and is not meant to give medical advice. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and I'll see you soon.